0: Welcome to another episode of Mental Conversations, a podcast focusing on positive mental health and overcoming the struggles of life. Uh, my name is Chris Sutton and I'm excited.
1: Me too. <laughs> I'm
0: excited because today I'm joined in studio. Um, I like this is the studio. Yes, yeah. yeah. It's You're, a great
1: studio. <laughs> no, one, no one's
0: ever going to get that in joke because I'm never going to tell them. But this is this is uh, yeah, joined in studio by Kellyanne Watson and Kellyanne is the vice president of Uh, Leeds Beckett Student Union.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: So welcome. Thank you. Thank you for joining me. Um, The reason I wanted to talk to you was because it's exam season Mm -hmm. and um, mental health is obviously prevalent and stress is um, the the focus of uh, World Mental Health Day this year and just from talking to friends and, and people who have got children who are going through exams all the way from probably SATs you know like all the way through to anything it's all happening now Uh so I really just wanted to talk to you about what the pressures are that people are feeling in Mm -hmm. the hope that some people might listen to this and go and take some tips from it and and go okay maybe if I try that Mm -hmm. um I might get I might not get as stressed so Mm -hmm. So in the first instance, really, what what are the pressures? What are people feeling at the moment?
1: So um, I think, again, I I don't think it matters what age you are. Um, The impact of exams and assignments are extremely nerve-wracking. And um, I guess it's a really, like uncertain time, because yeah. you don't really know what you're going to get, absolutely. Um, I think something that's wrong with our education system is we have this fear of failure, um, mm. that if we do something wrong within an exam, that's it, we're, we're never going on to get yeah. a good job, we're never going to um, be deemed as successful or anything like that, which is absolutely Bar
0: Yeah.
1: You know, some of the um most intelligent, successful people I have ever met came out of university with a tutu, for example, which is still amazing because I got a tutu. So. Me too. Me too. Um so and it's something that I don't think we should be shy to say, that um we're not all um book smart. Mm-hmm. You've just gotta give it a go. Yeah. You've got to sometimes um just give it your uh, give it a good welly. Yeah. Um but it's it's this idea that this is the only way that we're gonna be um successful in life is that if you get these exams done and you're um and you get a degree or you get something on a piece of paper that tells Mm. you that you are smart and i think until we realize and i think that's about why we should be having conversations with people who have been through it before so speak if you've got children or you've got friends and you've been through the education system before talking to people that um there was an amazing article on facebook um with a mum who sat her, um, the same sat test um, as what her daughter would have been sitting right. that week, and um, she did it with the same amount of time. I think she did English and maths, and she failed both. Really, and this was I, I think she was I think she might have been a teacher or something. Really, so and it just shows that we there's a lot of the stuff that we're learning we're learning to forget which i think is unfortunate because it's yes. not it for me that isn't learning we're just being taught mm-hmm. um but does that does
0: that learning to forget sorry to interrupt you yeah, but that, no. does does that kind of i suppose I, one of the questions that's coming into my mind is where does that where does the pressure come from mm-hmm. so like learning to forget i part of me understands the fact that if Academically speaking, you're being graded and marked on your ability to process information and then produce, you know, a a doc, an essay, or whatever, Mm -hmm. to to fill in an example. That shows your ability, and therefore, that's the kind of right. You're a six out of ten because of that ability, and you can then move on and think of other stuff. So part of me kind of gets that. I don't think. I don't think that's why. We do these things. But you know, mm-hmm. I can't remember quadratic equations. I remember yeah. the word. Can't, yeah, yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> prob, probably can't spell it. But like, but, but you know, I, but, but through that, I demonstrated my ability. And therefore, now, 25 years later, I'm able to say, yeah. well, I've got that in the bank kind of thing. Yeah. But I think that the, where, when I say where does the pressure come from, mm-hmm. I think it is that societal thing of. Almost like keeping up with the Joneses. If you don't, mm-hmm. you know, if you don't do X, everyone's going to know. Yeah. And the thing yeah, with yeah, exams, yeah. I think, is that that of course everyone says, "Oh, how did your son do? How mm-hmm. did you? Or how did your brother do? Or how did how did you do?" And then mm-hmm. you have to say it. Mhm.
1: Um, yeah. Or you could lie. Yeah. Well, no. <laughs> that's, that's that's true. You could. But like. I,
0: and particularly, so at university, for example, yeah. you've got you've got people who you've just, um, potentially you've left home and you, for the first time you've, and then you've kind of spent three, four, five, six years with mm-hmm. with, a, with a cohort of people who have become your friends and mm-hmm. your peers, and then they get their results on the same day. Yeah. And you're, you're kind of, I remember this happened with me when I got two too, mm-hmm. and I remember thinking... She got a two one what yeah. like, you know, and then thinking, yeah, yeah, "Wow, yeah, 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 I really yeah. should have tried harder uh-huh. or whatever but um
1: but i think I think they all play a factor in it, um so obviously you have the stress of the exam, you have the stress of the assignment, you have the stress of getting the grades, and there's i don 't really like to blame things, but one thing that I do like to blame a lot is society <laughs> yeah. um, and I do think obviously um it is probably one of the main reasons why we're all, we are all. So miserable, we're so down about things, um, and why we don't open up. They've got the stigma behind that, and all of that. So, um, Mm. not to blame things, but I think um, society does play a big role in a lot of things, especially when it comes with to mental health. Um, Obviously, there's people that have mental health illnesses that are impacted, and uh, uh, you know can destroy people's lives. But if you're thinking about your general roller coaster of your day to day, um, I guess. Uh, emotions um society does play a big role in that yeah. but another thing that society does do as well is something that i think we're all um we can all all hold our hands up for is we're taught only certain emotions so to be happy or we should we we have this perception that we should always be happy mm. um when in actual fact it is very very natural to have um to feel you know miserable for example or feel angry and yeah. they're not accepted so i think we're coming back to exams um <clears throat> i think i think it is good to teach yourself how to um or, or be taught how to uh, memorize all of this stuff and then get a piece of work out and then forget about it because you need to be able to store stuff other things for other yeah. things um, and i do think that's a, a really useful um I guess tool for your muscle uh, for your uh, your muscle memory. Yes. Um which is all all all, all great, but w- the amount of pressure that we put on ourselves is um it could could be really dangerous at yeah, the same time. Yeah, I so. I agree.
0: You've right. I think you've said this a couple of times and I think I've said it a couple of times now. Mm-hmm. The expression, the amount of pressure we put on ourselves. Mm-hmm. And now I think because one of the things about society is that you know, I mean, we could go way off topic here, but it's kind of where does society come from? Yeah. You know, it kind of comes from us. There's no mm-hmm. kind of machine, like physical machine, that is spitting out this is what's gonna this is what's gonna impact society or or is there? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah, like yeah, 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 but so so it's kind of you know, we engage with these things and then we take out um not what we want, but we take we extract things mm-hmm. from and then that becomes our thought process, and that becomes how we feel about things. So, but I, so for me personally, I remember doing my last um, final in like the fourth year at uni, mm-hmm. and I remember standing. I'm a very anxious person. I remember standing there before the exam, and the thing that I kept saying over and over again is, "I will never do an exam again. Mm-hmm. I do this is my last yeah, exam." I remember feeling you know? that. Yeah. I was just like, "I'm not. I don't care what it is. I don't care if people. You know, some people go on and do other." Um, courses and things I was like I am not doing anything like this again Mm -hmm. and yet I had chosen to be in that situation you know I'd chosen the degree I did I'd chosen to you know to to put myself through that and they were some of the best you know years of my life Mm -hmm. kind of thing but the actual pressure and the exams but like you say like I said you put the pressure on yourself yeah so but do
1: you put your pressure on yourself when you're five years old for example five, six, seven years old and you're doing exams there and you're still you still feel sometimes the same sort of anxiety and stress now surely a five-year-old doesn't hasn't come up no, with, it's interesting so where does that come from so, as well? <laughs> well it's interesting
0: like so so i think um all the way through so i have two small children one's four and one's um like 19 20 months old and they are assessed by um you know health visitors and things at, at different points to mm-hmm. see how they're performing and see if their kind of cognitive abilities are pro- progressing at the right speed and things yeah. like that but of course they don't know they're in a test environment mm-hmm. so it's just being like that so so they're not stressed about it they're just you know can he, can Alfie pick up a cup you know like yeah, that, yeah, that, that yeah, yeah. kind that kind but of thing and I guess
1: we still reward them when they can do it and we they probably can read worry when they can't as well so. 100%
0: yeah yeah I know, which is terrifying. Like my kids are going to grow up worrying. Um, like, that's my biggest no, worry because no. they're going to. Oh,
1: don't w- don't watch, Daddy. Worry isn't a bad thing. But it's about managing your worry.
0: Yeah. Okay. I, I went
1: to a, a CBT therapy, which I started four weeks ago. Um, haven't done therapy since I was in my probably middle of my teens, so it's it's quite um, scary to go back into sometimes, but yeah. it's been really beneficial. But. Um, I think that one of the biggest things that I realised was everybody worries. Yeah. it's about managing your worry and how yes. you express your worry and making sure your worry doesn't take over. So but
0: yeah. yeah, no, I, I, so. I, I and I, I agree with all that. So in terms of, in terms of that managing then, so That's it's the same, the same thing. thing managing that stress and everything. How do we do it? So, for example, what 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 support does the university offer to mm-hmm. students in terms of that?
1: So um, at the moment we're currently going through um, a kind of a rethink of our strategy through mental health. So it's um, it's an amazing project to be a part of, and it's a really um, quick. It's quite a quick-winded one as well. So we're trying to um, have it finished and have an I uh, have it because there's been so much research over the last five years. So it's not as if we're having to start with no, doing no. research. A lot of it's already out there. Um, but the project finishes in July, so we're going to be actually implementing things before I leave, um, which is really good. So it's, it's always awesome to see kind of what you started as yeah, well. absolutely. So um, I created a mental health policy um, at the Students' Union, which basically meant that all staff members had... Um, Knowledge of mental health, so they had training put in place, um, they've got awareness days that happen all the time. Um, I put on feel good um, lunch times, so we'll have yoga at lunch times. Oh, um, I try and um, push for staff members to um, have lunch together and outside of the office, and all of that. You know, we'd put on walks, etc. Because, at the end of the day, it's all well and good saying students suffer from stress. But if all the staff members are taking all of that stress on, yeah, yeah. Um, and I kind of be in the ears for everyone, I think um, I, I'm, I'm very much, I am very much believe that you're only as good as your staff a lot of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so making sure that they have the support there as well, as well as the students, okay. I think is really, really important. And then from that, um, I've identified 16 people from the Students' Union who are um, Front face, front facing staff, um, so they deal with students every single day. Potentially have student, uh, student staff, or students that come and confide in them very often. So they've been through first aid, mental health training. That's what I was going
0: to ask you. Okay. Yeah. Great. So,
1: um, so that was the next step, and then from there, I've identified five people who are really, um, um, I guess. enthusiastic about um positive change in mental health and the way that we do things and i've I've got a very um, progressive outlook yeah so um they are now going to be champions of the students union so they're going to be coming up with ideas with students as well so we currently have a mental health rep as well okay which is brand new um it's a brand new position brett is awesome um he was the one that helped me put on the stress less talks um so that's absolutely awesome I so. like
0: that you've one of the things I like about what you just said then is that you did it with the students oh yeah so it's like you know everything's been done together yeah um, because people do generally uh, or people often have the ability to come up with a solution themselves mm-hmm. but they kind of they need that environment to be able to do it yeah and in isolation just sat on your own mm-hmm. you know I'm the stereotypical preparing for exams uh, that I'd spend, you know, nine-tenths of the time actually redesigning yeah. my timetable of uh-huh. when I was going to revise rather than actually yeah. doing any of yeah, the yeah. study. Like, just kind of head in the sand, um, terrified of getting it wrong, terrified mm-hmm. of that, fight, that fear of failure. Yeah. So, that's good. So, it's, it's, I mean, and I'm assuming that, that's, I know you don't necessarily know the answer to this, but I'm sure that's replicated across the country in not just in university settings but in schools and you know talking specifically around exams there's a lot more support out there now so you know my advice to anyone listening to this would be you know go and look for that support Uh because it it is it is there so you didn't know I was going to ask you that question but even from that you've said there's what, 16 mental health first yeah, aid training and that's trained. just in the
1: Students' Union. That's not even thinking about the wider university. The wider university has a wellbeing team, uh, which are looking at um, academic advisors or personal tutors to be mentally health trained, right. because obviously they're the first point of call. Yeah, yeah. Um, we're looking at embedding mental health um, into modules um, mm-hmm. all the way through uh, university. Um, we're also looking at resilience training, which... Um, Something that isn't spoken about enough, but I do think that over the next five years it's going to, I think, blow up. um, Is um, graduate depression? Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really don't think that's spoken about enough at all. Okay. Um, But um, absolutely everything that we do, how we access um, support services, how we look at prevention, um, even down to the study spaces we use. So somebody comes and studies for sixteen hours a day, for example. If we've only got vending machines that offer chocolate, yeah, how can you expect somebody yeah. to to be looking after themselves? Actually, last time you I
0: know? saw you, you were giving out fruit. Yeah, they're... exactly. Yeah, <laughs> um, and and anyway, incidentally, if you're interested in hearing a bit about resilience, we I released the podcast last week on resilience. Oh, Amazing. So um, so yeah, check that out on my on Twitter. Um, so okay, so get, if we get into the nuts and bolts of kind of what we think you know and who are we we're not professionals mm-hmm. we're not you'll you're going through this cbt I've been through cbt um so what are the physical symptoms of the stress that people are going through? Mm-hmm. What do you think people are actually feeling
1: um I think pe- uh, people feel extremely isolated um and lonely you can be we have 25,000 students at our university and do you know how many times people send me an email or a Facebook or come into my office going I feel completely on my own I, you know I don't need yeah. to speak to and I think that's a very common feeling mm. um I think like I said before I think we need to um sit down and identify what feelings we're feeling and why we're feeling them um I think keeping diaries is a very very useful tool yeah um because, like, like I said, you know, feeling worried about that exam is a natural feeling. It's because you care about it. Worry is, an extre- is, um, is the same um, release of energy as when you're excited. 100%, yeah. So it's, you know, until we identify that that's your body telling you that you care about this, yeah. then, then I think um, that is, that's when it can spiral out of control and but it can take over, you know. That,
0: I, think that, I think that's one of the key points is and you know of the brief notes I've written in advance of this positivity was one of the things that Mm -hmm. that kind of that came into my mind exactly Mm -hmm. the same as you just said you you know the the physical feeling of uh dreading something is you know essentially the same as excitement it's the Mm -hmm. adrenaline rush and then it's a case of whether how you harness that yeah if you go into an exam and let's face it you don't know what the question's going to be. Mm-hmm. You don't know what the you know you don't know what's there. You've obviously prepared as well as you can. Mm-hmm. Even if you think you could have prepared better, it's too late at that point. You know, of course. So so you know if your exam's not for a few weeks, then obviously do some more preparation. Preparation mm-hmm. kind of the, the, can be a key factor in reducing that stress and in hopefully producing the best outcome. But if you get to that point where it's the night before, the day before, the week before and you're, you know, you're feeling that sensation of feeling sick, and you're feeling, um, like for me with anxiety, it's like I've got electricity just flying around my body yep. the whole time. Yep. And it's exhausting. You can't sleep, you know, and uh, it's difficult to eat the right things. Mm-hmm. You might binge on stuff, or you might not eat at all. Um, but for me, if you can actually think about it practically, mm-hmm. you can't do anything about that paper. No. You don't know what's going to be there. No, no, no. So worrying about it, this is really pop kettle black, but it's absolutely pointless. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, it is serving you no purpose yeah, whatsoever. But yeah, yeah. you're
1: predicting the future, and you can't take that's one thing you cannot con- take control of. Yeah, is something that hasn't happened already.
0: So if so, so you can so. I, I, this is a lot easier said than done. Oh yeah. But the way I think about it is that you know, can you try to flip that switch so that actually you're thinking. OK, I'm going to turn that paper over and I'm mm-hmm. going to see something. I don't know what it's going to be, but I think I'm going to know it. Yeah. And I'm going to get through that exam. And the other thing I heard someone say that was really interesting the other day was when you get into that kind of frothing at the mouth state, just as you're walking mm-hmm. into the exam hall, you're not going to know the answer that day. Yeah. You're not going to know. Sorry. You'll know the answer to the question. Don't worry. Um, you're, ah. not going to, you're not going to know the outcome You yeah. know until much later. Yeah. And, and then your, your, even your memory of what you've written is going to be skewed oh gosh, literally yeah. immediately after yeah. the exam. And 100% you'll bump into someone and they'll go, oh, brilliant, it was about so-and-so. And you'll even go, like, oh, never. no, no I time. thought it was about, you know, it yeah. happens every time. Yeah. So you, you can get yourself really, really worked up and for nothing. Oh, yeah. So, you know, so if you've got an awareness of that, hopefully that can kind of help you to not... Mm-hmm.
1: Well, um, so when I was doing my dissertation hand-in, so this was two modules of my final year, um, so it's a really big piece, um, and so it's pretty much your five, your five modules, and this was two of them grades, yeah. um, and I had a very severe panic attack whilst I was handing it in, which meant it was in four minutes late, um, and I ended up getting five marks, 5% knocked off both, five. off both, so altogether that's 10% which is why I came out with a 2-2, I was at 1.2% off a 2-1. Oh, wow. And my problem was, is I tried the hardest that I could have throughout my, throughout my degree. And I felt like my anxiety then defined me, be- and it, it kind of represented the whole three years when it didn't at all. Yeah. So the, my only piece of advice is, sometimes things happen. Yeah. Um, you can't. Sometimes you can't control them. But what you can do is, if you go in with a clear mind and you go in, like you said, being positive. Um, so I could have prevented something like that happening. Yes. But at the same time, it did happen, and it hasn't. It yeah. hasn't. You know, um, I, I'm still. I've still got a job. I'm yeah. still, I've still got legs. I'm still I'm gonna, walking. I'm going
0: you know. to embarrass you now. Yeah. But. Um... <laughs> One of the reasons. So, so you asked me if I would come and speak at an event at mm-hmm. Stressless Week and uh, a few weeks ago, and we'd never met before. And um, I knew I wanted to ask you to come on the podcast, even mm-hmm. though I hadn't thought about exams. Within about three seconds, right? When you walk, so this is, I reckon this is it's quite nice <laughs> to have an insight into what into how people perceive you. I think,
1: yeah, right? yeah, yeah.
0: because a lot of people when they meet me, they're like, what that guy's anxious, he doesn't, know. he's, no, that's not, it must be someone else, because one of my gifts, if you like, in life, is I'm good at, uh, uh, not faking, Mm faking it is kind of a bit extreme, I'm good at masking it, so I'm good at kind of just dealing with that, but underneath, I'm literally, you know, kind of shaking, Mm -hmm. well, when you walked into the room, it was like, it was like, it was was like an explosion, like, you kind of walked in and you're like... (laughs) confident and you were laughing and you were loud and you were friendly and it was just like boom mm-hmm. right okay the party started now yes you know it, it so was, yeah so like party it, started. <laughs> so, so interestingly when you and then you say to me about your anxiety mm-hmm. and and i i it's like um looking in a the mirror then because i'm like oh this is like me yeah you know like so until you've just said that to me before mm-hmm. you know mid podcast i didn't know that about you yeah because you would never guess it. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that's impressive is when I've seen you kind of, um, you know, I think I was kind of pacing, ready to go and stand on the stage and speak. You just wandered up there. Right, guys. Hi. How you doing? No notes, nothing. <laughs> <Yeah>. Just <laughs> no. straight out. I was like, wow, I want to do that. You know, like, so the thing is. But is, you had a little
1: bit more to say than me. I was only introduced, yeah, no, so, so don't you worry. Yeah,
0: <laughs> but no, no. But, like, I do, th- I think it's important sometimes when you, and maybe, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't have said it on the podcast, but. I think it's important sometimes when people. Perception is not reality, essentially. Mm -hmm. So if you're. But I think sometimes seeing how other people perceive you when it's in a positive light can really help you in terms of your own kind of thoughts about yourself. And you think, actually, well, all these people think that I'm alright. And actually, I really like some of these people and I respect a lot of these people. So okay and that has given me confidence personally yeah. over time so I like to repay the favor if I see it in someone else no. but fact, well, thank
1: you thank you <laughs> but
0: it, but the perception is not reality thing again that actually works in terms of thinking about the exams as well because yeah. you you know you mentioned it at the beginning the perception that if this happens mm-hmm. if this negative thing happens that's it mm-hmm. everything's over yeah. everything's you know now I'm kind of like well let's focus on the positive and for a minute and You could come out of this exam having done way better than you even thought, with a way better grade than you even could have imagined. And, you know, hopefully that happens. Um, But whatever happens, as long as you've kind of done the best that you can from the position you're in, you know, that's it. That's the situation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, then you you know, and and in terms of success, it's like, well, what's success defined by? And really honestly the the best definition of success is what you see mm-hmm. you know and it might not be it like I mean I need to be driving a flash car and
1: mm-hmm. living in a
0: four-bedroom house in a posh part of town and like 2.4 children married but you know it, it's not again it's that societal pressure isn't it yeah
1: absolutely 100% I was in a job interview actually this week and um, the person that was interviewing me said you know where do you see yourself in five years and I said, well, five years ago, I definitely didn't see myself being here. Yeah. and I think that's another important thing yeah. to say is sometimes you're, you know, um, I I have dreams. Don't get me wrong, but I, they're not set in stone for me because sometimes things just happen yeah. and things just pop up. And I think until we take that pressure off ourselves that we've got to be here by, you know. But yeah, you know, when I was eighteen, I thought I'd have kids at twenty-five. Yeah. That's the last thing I'm thinking about at the moment. Yeah, so, yeah. I, I, um, yeah exactly.
0: Having that kind of fluid, flexible outlook can, re- can really help. Um, but, I mean, we've got, I'm just looking at the time. We've only got a few minutes left. Yeah. But in terms of practical stuff yeah. that people can do uh-huh. to unwind, to relax, yeah. Um, do you have anything that you particularly do in advance yeah. of exams that has uh-huh. helped you come
1: down so um, I'm going to throw the word meditation out there um, Yep. <laughs> but um, I've got ADHD mm-hmm. um, and I find it extremely hard to sit still and to switch off um, meditation isn't the stereotypical meditation for me sometimes it's sitting and it's thinking maybe only about one thing instead of a hundred things yeah. so it's focusing on okay what have I got planned this weekend or thinking of something maybe a holiday that I enjoyed or um, just thinking about something positive and just thinking about that taking some time for myself um, that is what I call meditation taking 10 minutes to breathe you know all this clear your mind stuff if you can do that you know yeah. I'm really impressed because I I'm really be calm. you should
0: be levitating sitting <laughs> yeah. you know like in Nepal somewhere if you can yeah. do that
1: so definitely recommend um, in quotations trying to meditate
0: can I just say with that because that's one I think that's one of the key things I put that's the second one on my list I put exercise then meditation yeah so and the thing about meditation is exactly what you just said there meditation isn't I I mean it it actually um it's one of the things that frustrates me when I talk to people about meditation when their response is I can't do it yeah because I'm like well it's kind of a nobody can do it but everyone can do it Mm -hmm. thing because Mm -hmm. nobody can do it if you're talking about that meditating mm-hmm. on a you know uh, levitating or sitting on a cloud yeah um, in a lotus position uh, arming under your breath kind of thing but you can meditate in terms of or in terms of like mindfulness practice you can have a meal and actually focus on the flavors yeah. you know think about yeah. actually what you're eating and try and distinguish which you know if you've got three or four ingredients taste which one is the most powerful mm-hmm. or anything that actually means you're focusing on something specific and like yeah. you say that's not what they call monkey mind, of like just thoughts yeah. everywhere, which is where a lot of us are a lot of the time. Yeah. So, and that can really help you. If you were to do that once a day, even for 10 minutes, mm-hmm. it can actually calm you down. So, yeah. and I and and I would suggest, and I haven't done exams for a long time, but if I knew then what I know now, I would have tried to meditate before yeah. an exam, mm-hmm. literally just before, you know, um, within the hour leading up to the exam, I'd have tried to sit somewhere and think like... I've said this on the podcast before, but, um, when I put my daughter to bed, we have something called luckies yeah. and she says three things that she feels lucky about, about yeah. that day. Mm-hmm. And it, cause then she, I'm like, well, she's then, she's going to sleep in a positive frame of mind of and she's, um, so I would, you know, think about that. What are, what are three things that I, that I'm, i feel yeah, lucky I about that. at the moment, mm. you know? So just try and calm down. The other thing, yeah. exercise. Uh You know, exercise is, um, this is a do as I say, not as I do, Um, but exercise is um, seen to be, to produce more positive effects around mental health than medication in lots of cases. So same kind of thing, you know. if you're not sleeping well or if you're struggling to sleep because of worry and because of stress, actually one of the things that can help you is if you're physically tired and you've gone out there and you've actually done Uh some exercise, so some aerobic exercise. But
1: as well, another thing is is, um, a lot of people are uh, scared, again, of the word exercise because um, they're putting themselves or they're grading themselves against other people's fitness levels. So do what you can, even if it's just a walk, even if it's... Um, walk into the shop instead of driving to the shop, you know, start yep. small and build it up. Definitely. Um, but group work's always amazing. So, yoga's, um, even if you wanted to go out and do a spin or something, because oh my gosh, I end up like, howling at myself. Yeah. You know, it's quite funny. You it know, is. Laugh about it, it is and, 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 but,
0: and I think it is that it is that mentality of I can't do that, or that's too hard, yeah. or yeah, or that's for other people. Mm-hmm. But I think there's so many people that think that's for other people. You yeah. know, that but you know you can do this. So so okay, just to recap. So in terms of for you, you're specifically for the for the um, the university that uh, where you work, but I'm sure across the country this is the same thing. Yeah, find out what support there is um mm-hmm. find out what support mechanisms there are within your organization and use them you know mm-hmm. make the most of them um go to a yoga class um even if you've never been before for one thing with yoga in particular people who do yoga are lovely yes. by na- oh, by are nature by their nature you know uncompetitive welcoming friendly people that will you know because that's the, the whole nature of, mm-hmm. of, of, what, of the purpose of it um Spend time with friends, um, what did I say, meditation, and then the, the thought of perception not being reality. Um, the last thing I'll say really on this is um, there's a book by Susan Jeffers called Feel the Fear and Do It Anyway. Yeah. And I mentioned it in the talk I did at the yeah. university for you. But, you know, it's there are some really useful things in there that you can relate to at any aspect of mm-hmm. life. But if I think you can pick it up for like a quid on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> Read that, read a chapter of that, and about the fact that you're always going to have fear in your life, mm-hmm. they'll just be about different aspects. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, there's some really good, great podcasts, um, on things like that. Um, Spotify have got good podcasts, um, you can get like uh, short videos like from Independent on YouTube and things mm-hmm. like that. So, if reading isn't even your thing, there is apps different that do ways. It other ways, 100%. yeah,
0: 100%. Anything else you want to throw out there? Uh,
1: the the only thing that I would like to finish with is I read an article that was quite a sad article the other day, which said on average, um, adults over the age of uh, twenty eight only smile or properly laugh twice a day, um, and I think that's a really, oh, really that's, you know, yeah, that's not enough. So um, we've had our quote, yeah, Julian. Yeah, definitely. Cool. Um, so what I've started to do is like. Bring a bit of, like, child life back into your life. Um, so, for example, if I'm feeling a little bit down, I'll be sat on the bus. And, you know, if people are having a conversation, I'll come up with what they're saying in my head and try and, like, figure out what the conversation is and end up, like, howling on the bus. Yeah. Or, you know, like, when I'm at the gym, sometimes some of the, like, positions that I'm in or whatever I'm doing, and I just laugh at myself, like, stop being so serious. Be around good people. Have a laugh. Um, even if it's zoning out and watching a Netflix series. Yeah. Um, if you've not watched Good Place, I def- definitely recommend okay. it. It is hilarious. And just having a laugh about things. What you know. you're saying
0: there, the massive thing that you're saying there for me is you're taking ownership of that. Mm-hmm. You know? No one can do this for you. you know, it is something that you, kind of, you have to do yourself. If you're waiting for the world to come and help you, it's not necessarily going to happen. Yeah. You know, you kind of do have to at least take some ownership of the fact that you're the one thinking your thoughts, and you're the one, you know, they're not controlling you, or or are they? You know, but the point is they don't have to. Mm-hmm. So... If you are in the gym and you are, if you are at a yoga class and you're doing tree or something and you keep falling over and you're like, I can't do it and everyone else can do it. So what? You know, yeah. it's like just, it's yeah. just windy in your part of the studio. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like, you know, just have a laugh about it. Just, you know, try to not take things too seriously. Yeah. And exams and things and outcomes, yes, they can be serious because they can have impacts on your life, but they can't, they don't define it. No, you know, they, 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 they don't define your life. Yeah. So um, I've really enjoyed that. It's flown by. Yeah, it has, hasn't hour, it? Absolutely <laughs> flown by. Where's the time gone? So, um, yeah, thank you so much for coming in. Um, and good luck with your... I hope you get the job.
1: Thank you, <laughs> thank you. It's been a pleasure talking to you and everyone else. Thanks for listening. Yeah, yeah
0: thank you. So, you guys out there, um, thank you for listening. And uh, we'll be winging our way to you with another mental conversation at some point in the future. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Bye.